It's time for another episode of the Core Extra Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Core Extra Podcast. I'm Kurt. I'm Steve. And today... One of the things we're going to do is our conference playoff recap, where we expertly picked all the games uh, in the NFL playoffs last week. If you remember last week, I mean, we missed a week. We should have been on, but we missed a week. Right. We had technical difficulties. Exactly. But if you remember, we'll do the Tampa Green Bay game. Right. Now, the spread, first of all, against the spread for the playoffs, Kurt is a great five and three. So if you'd have bet $100 with Kurt on every game, you'd be up $200. Exactly. But if you'd have bet 100 with me, I'm seven and one in the playoffs. Ooh. You'd be up 600 bucks. $600. So that's, my like win- a, that's like a stimulus check. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so let's get into last week's playoff championship game. Okay. Tampa, Green Bay. Now, the spread going into that game was Tampa. I'm sorry. The spread was going into that game was Green Bay minus three and a half. Mm -hmm. And the over and under was 52 and a half. Okay. If you remember listening to our uh, podcast last week when we made our picks, Kurt picked the Packers and the over. (laughs) And I took Tampa and the under. Mm. So, as you can see, <laughs> Kurt lost with the Packers, but won with the over. Well, there you go. So, that makes him 7-5. and five. There you go. And I won with Tampa Bay. You can't bet against the old man. No, you can't. But I lost the under. So, that makes me 8-2. and two. Hmm. So, we got now our Super Bowl picks. What do you think about that 8-2 and two and 7-5? and five? If we could do that good in Vegas when we're out there, we'd be rich. Yeah, but in Vegas, I would be, what, 0-12? <laughs> At least. At least, 0-12. You know, Steve is feverishly looking for I'm, a pen. I can't find my pen. I had it here you somewhere. Just, you literally just had it in your hand. Oh, there it is, right there. Yeah, but that's... That's not a pen? That, that's an orange magic marker. You literally just had it. Here, I'll give you this. Here, I got one. Oh, you did. You got one in the pen supply. <laughs> in the core extra pen supply yeah. box. Well, you got to do Kansas City game. Yes. Yeah, we haven't got to that yet. Yeah, okay. So, as it stands right now, mm-hmm. I am 8-3, and, and you are... Are you 8-3 and three or 8-2? and two? I'm 8-2. and, two. and you, two. You're 8-2. and two. Well, how am I 7-5? and five? You are... You won one. I'm sorry. You're 6-4. 6-4. and 6-4. Six and four. Six and four. Okay. Okay. All right. So, here's our Super Bowl bets, our picks. Right now, the spread is the Chiefs minus three. That's as of February 2nd. But wait a minute. Time out. You have to do the Chiefs game. We did Green Bay and Tampa Bay. Oh, you know what? We didn't do the – Yeah, you have to do the Chiefs. I forgot about that game. The Chiefs and Buffalo. We need to take a break. Okay, we're back. Okay, so now, Steve, you're going to do Kansas City and Buffalo. Yes, I, I couldn't find the sheet. Now I have it. All right. Um, last week, Chiefs-Buffalo. The Chiefs were minus three. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. and the over and under was 54 and a half. That can't be right. Weren't they minus 10? No. No, that was the Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, The Chiefs were minus three, and the over and under was 54 and a half. Right. Now, both of us took Buffalo. Yeah, how about that? So, (laughs) that's a loss. How about that? Both of us took Buffalo. So, now I'm six and five. So, you're six and five, and I'm eight and three. Six and five, six and five, eight and three. But right. you took the over, mm. and I took the under. So I had a double loss last week. Yeah. So I'm eight and four, and I am seven and five. Going into the Super Bowl. I think I'm seven and five. Yeah, yeah, I'm seven and five. So still, you'd have won six hundred dollars if you'd have bet with both of us. There you go. Two on you, four on me. Now what have we learned? Bet with both of us. Bet with us. Make sure you listen to our podcast. Make sure you put all your money down on what we said. <laughs> exactly. So now we're going to do what we're going to put on the Super Bowl, right? Yes. On our prop bets. And then later on, we're going to talk about our Super Bowl snacks, the best Super Bowl snacks. And worst. And worst. And I have some Super Bowl statistics that you won't believe. So all that's coming up. So just... Uh, uh, stay tuned. So anyway, here's our here's our uh, line this week. The Chiefs are minus three. The over and under is fifty six. All right, who do you like in this game? I have, as I told you off mic, I have learned my lesson. I am not ever betting against old man Brady again. So I am taking to to win the Super Bowl. Now we'll get into the specifics, but to walk out of there. With the Lombardi Trophy, I am taking old man Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I am taking Tampa plus the points, but I think Kansas City's going to win the game. Oh, okay. But I'm taking Tampa. Well, how many points? Three. Three, okay. So you think it's, it's going to be a shootout, yes. right? Yes. Uh, I just think that they're not going to lose by more than three points. Right, they're not going to get blown yeah, out. Yeah. No, uh, they're not blowing out Tom Brady. And then the over and under is 56. Over. You're going over. Yes. And I'm going to go I'm going to go under. Yeah, I just think that man, this is this is probably going to be one of the uh, well, hopefully one of the better Super Bowls because it's either going to be the passing of the torch or old man Brady is, has has a couple of more runs left in him, you know. It's the goat versus the little goat. Yeah, exactly. Because um, I just, you know, I'm, I'm just shocked that Brady, oh, they beat Washington. Now, that wasn't a shocker. No, but, uh-uh. but they beat Washington. Then they went to New Orleans and went to Green Bay. I was shocked at the Green Bay win. Yeah. You know, Aaron Rodgers is having an MVP season. And, the, and we don't talk enough about the Tampa Bay defense. The Tampa Bay defense is, is pretty tough. I don't know what they're going to do against Kansas City, but the Tampa Bay defense is pretty tough. But just Brady going to a – I mean, look, look, look. The guy's – I think he just turned 74 years old. <laughs> and he went to a te- – first year. First year. This is not a guy that went to a new team and took a couple of years to, to, to right the ship. He goes to a new team. Now, the new team was already only missing maybe one or two spots. Obviously, quarterback, because Jameis Winston threw 350 touch, uh, interceptions last year. So, he, he obviously, they needed a quarterback, a steady quarterback. 
no preseason, limited practices, new group of people with the exception of Gronk, and then just goes on the road casually for three weeks and beats Breeze and Rodgers. Yeah, and now he's coming back home. I know home field advantage is not the same without the crowds. I know that. But now he's coming back to his home stadium. Well, Damn. you know, you know <laughs> the home field, I, I know without the crowds, but they've limiting travel time. Right. So Kansas City's literally coming out of the ice cold weather. Right. And going into the heat. Well, I don't know how hot it's going to be, but you know what I mean. Sure. Into Tampa. Tampa doesn't have to travel. They nope. can walk down the street to the game. Mm-hmm. I, even just that has to be an advantage. Right. I mean, this is this is going to be something else. Because all of that being said, Mahomes and that Tyreek Hill and Kelsey, they're wild cards, man. They can just do – it almost seems like they can do it whenever they want to do it. Whenever they want to get a touchdown, they can just go get one. You know, that's what it looks like. It's like – Watching these guys is like playing Madden. You know what I mean? Yes. Or actually, that old Tecmo Bowl. Tecmo Bowl. <laughs> Everybody remembers that. Yeah. If so, you, if you have one, turn it in. It's probably worth a million dollars. No, worth a fortune now. But yeah, so I'm excited about it. So, what about the proposition bets in the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are the ones. As a matter of fact, I'm going down probably tonight and place mine. Yeah. Um, you know, just off the head, I haven't looked at them. Just off the top right. of my head, right. you know, how long the national anthem's going to be, <laughs> right. who wins the coin toss, first team to score, things right. like that. Well, I'm taking all Brady, Brady, Brady. Brady's going to sing the national anthem. He's going to, he's going <laughs> to, you know, he's going to win the coin toss. He's going to, he's going to call that right. Everything, everything, Brady. Don't you think that you could manipulate the national anthem? Because oh, you know, sure. when you get the people in there, some people like to drag it out. Right. You know, uh, the no. only time that you can't manipulate the national anthem is if you have somebody like from the United States Marine Corps right. singing it. Right, you know, right. They're going to do it. It's set. Anybody else likes to put their little flair on it. Put their own thing on and it. And then so. Drive everybody crazy with all those yeah. different versions. I remember people always, we'll take a, little, a quick side note here. People, you know, with the anthem and they were upset because Buffalo didn't come out. Uh, during the last playoff game and so forth. But I remember years ago, Ray Boom Boom Mancini, the lightweight champion of the world, from he was from Ohio, wasn't he? Yeah, Youngstown. Youngstown, Ray Boom Boom Mancini. He didn't come out. He was a boxer. He didn't come out to the ring during the national anthem because he said it would go on for like two or three minutes. And he said, well, I'm back here warming up, and I'm all warm, ready to go to the ring, and then i got to stand still for three minutes. He said, so just call me when it's done. And he did that back then. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it wasn't anything about not being patriotic or anything. He's just like, you know, you know, I'm doing my job here. Uh, we'll see what happens. I don't even know who's, sing- who's singing the National Anthem this year. I don't know who I don't know. I don't know. Now, let me ask you this. Do you have some kind of stats on the Super Bowl? Yes, I do. Steve. Let's hear those. Well, what happened was I was with the core extra statisticians the other day. Because, you know, I hang out with them on the weekends. Absolutely. So we had some um, chicken wings. That's who I was running around with, chicken wing week. So we did some research because I'm always working. You know that. 24 hours a day. 20, some, days. Sometimes 25. So now here's what we have. I found some interesting stuff. So I'm going to put these in the form of a question. Okay. 
We're going to go down, and these are the career leaders, game and career leaders of all of the Super Bowls. So I'll give you an easy one. All right. The first one, who has the most career pass attempts in a Super Bowl? Now that's kind of easy. Well, well. You should get this right away. It's not even a question. Tom Brady. Yeah, because he's been to nine of them. Yeah, he's been to nine of them. <laughs> you know, he has 392 attempts. That's a whole season almost. <laughs> yeah. Nine games, 392 attempts. All right, game pass is completed. During the game. Who completed the most passes? During the game? Yeah, during or the game. Or like on the sidelines. He, he created 40. He, <laughs> yeah, right. He completed 43 passes in one game. Oh, in one game. So somebody probably lost. So I uh, had to throw so many times. I'm going to say, um, give me a decade. Oh, I'll tell you, it was February of 2017. Nick Foles. Tom Brady. Oh. That was when they played Philadelphia. I, I mean, I'm game. sorry. I'm sorry. Not Philadelphia. No, I'm sorry. I said that wrong. Let me back up. That was the Atlanta game where they were down oh, yeah, 28, right. yeah. to, 28 to, to 3 28 or, to something. or something. Like came that, back. Mm -hmm. yeah. The game pass completion percentage. 88% completion of percentage. of this. Now, this is a minimum of 20 attempts. Kenny Anderson. Mm, close. Close. Boomer. Nope, not that close. No. <laughs> Phil Sims from the Giants, Super Bowl 21, 88% completion in the Super Bowl. Career pass completion percentage. Completed 70% of his passes in all the Super Bowls. He's added up an aggregate number, 70%. Brady. How many Super Bowls? Three. Greasy. Oh, that's a good guess, but it's Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman. Who knew, right? Not me. <laughs> the most, the most touchdowns in a game, passing, passing TDs, in a game, in a Super Bowl game. I wouldn't have gotten this. It's six. He had six touchdowns. Six touchdowns. Uh huh. Wow, that's. I would have never gotten. This. I'm trying to think of a high-scoring game could throw six touchdowns. Mm -hmm. McMahon. Well, they, they won this particular Super Bowl 49-26. Um, they beat the Chargers, Steve Young. Yep, that's exactly right. Hey, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, how about who threw five interceptions in the Super Bowl? Tony Eason. <laughs> Give me a hint. Uh, Oakland. Uh, Oakland. Uh, Super Bowl 38. 38. Um, Did he play with the Bengals? No. Schroeder. Nope. Rich Gannon. Oh. Oakland Raiders. Game pass. Okay, listen. This guy threw eight interceptions over five Super Bowls. He he has he's the most intercepted quarterback in the Super Bowl. Bradshaw. Or Elway. Oh, well, he got two wins, right? Right, right, right. Oh, here's one. Game rushing TDs had most TDs rushing in one game in one Super Bowl had three of them. It's kind of an easy one. Nah, it must not be that easy. Terrell Davis. Yeah, yeah. He, had, he had a migraine. Yeah, yeah. They had remember they took him in at uh, yeah. at uh, halftime and got him all straightened out. 
Yeah, so those are just some of them. Some of the uh, stats there, you can go to Pro Football Reference and get all of them. But, I mean, I can do this all day with them because these are names. Some of these names I forgot, you know, like like the career sacks in the Super Bowl. Four games. Guy had five sacks. And he also had – now, here's what's weird about this. Over four games in the Super Bowl, he had five sacks. But he also had four sacks in one game. In one game. Five Super Bowls? He was in four Super Bowls and has five sacks, but four of those sacks were, were in one game. Haley. No, that's a good guess, though. It was Super Bowl ten when oh. he had the four sacks. Okay, hold on. It's Super Bowl ten. Let me mm-hmm. think here. Uh, so he's a stealer? Yeah. Um, you got a pick of four people. <laughs> mean Joe. Nope. Dwight White. Nope. Uh, it's the other one. Dwight White, Mean Joe, uh, Ernie Holmes, and who's the other down lineman? Uh, it's him. <laughs> give, give me his initials. That'll tell you his name. Okay. Okay, uh, I'll give you his initials. Yeah. His first and last name is LG. Okay. L.C. <laughs> Greenwood. L.C. Greenwood, that's right. Isn't that funny? He had four sacks in one game and five sacks total. Do you have on there who has the longest kickoff return? In- Let's see. Uh, probably if I dug deep, I probably could. Stanford Jennings. Oh, yeah, Jennings. For Stanford the Bengals. Jennings. What am I thinking? Yeah. That's right. I have that on tape on a VHS. Yeah. And I just leave it right there. Right before the season, I usually watch that again. Here's another one. <laughs> Who's the biggest running back in the Super Bowl who could score any time during the regular season but just stopped <laughs> on the one-yard line in the Super Bowl? When the game's on when the line. the game's on the line. I'm thinking that's Pete Johnson. Pete Johnson. Yeah, I'm there thinking it's Pete. I'm thinking it could be Pete Johnson. What team fell behind 20 points in the, <laughs> their first Super Bowl and could never come back? I'm thinking that's the Bengals. The Bengals. That's right. I'm thinking. I'm thinking uh, it's the Bengals. But that's just some of the stats. Go to profootballreference.com. And I'll give you you'll one be, more stat. You'd be shocked at some yeah. of these stats. I'll give you one more stat. Yeah. What team mm-hmm. played their Super Bowl in Detroit in the middle of a blizzard <laughs> that, for some reason, my dad did not re- read the rules on you couldn't send a check-in for Super Bowl tickets. It had to be a money order, oh. and I didn't get Super Bowl tickets that year. What team do you think made it to the Super Bowl? Uh, I'm going to guess the Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals. I'm just guessing. Thanks, Dad. Well, I will tell you one more. That's where I get it from, <laughs> not being able to read and understand it. Uh, I will tell you, tell you one more that I neglected to tell you. Career passing rating in the Super Bowl, four games. I couldn't, I couldn't let, I couldn't let this list go by without mentioning this dude that tortured us no in Bengals. two Super Bowls. No Bengals. Well, who tortured us in two Super Joe Bowls? Joe Montana. Joe Montana. Yeah. There you go. So there's your Super Bowl. Again, go to ProReference.com and you can look at all of these. I, I just thought some of them were interesting because some of these people I have forgotten about and like career tackles combined. Um, 34 in four games is Rodney Harrison, of all people. You know, I, I, I mean, he's a great guy, great player, but I was just surprised that it was him. I would have know? said it was a Bengal safety. <laughs> yeah. There's nobody on the yeah. front line. Or nobody on the front line. Yeah, Never exactly. Could. Exactly. Since Bill Berge, that's a name from the past. So if you guys now are all set, you have, you have your predictions, 
you know the statistics, and now you're going to have this big party that you're not going to have this year because of uh, the COVID list, the COVID rules, right? Corona. So you're probably not going to have a party. But Steve and I still wanted to put together a list of some of our best and worst snacks during Super Bowl parties. Now, I've been to some parties before that the snacks were horrible. Now, I should tell you guys before we get into the list, if I go to a Super Bowl party, you know, you can have pizza or White Castles and I'm fine. You Me know. too. Me too. And that's how we are. But some people get a little more inspired and they want to have some outrageous stuff. So... Let's do our best and worst Super Bowl snacks. Well, let me let me tell you this real quick. Because yes. when I tried to look up just to see if they had a list, obviously the two old guys are pushing 60 years old. So, right. you know, when you look, try to look lists up and you look for best and worst Super Bowl snacks, it right away comes up with what are best and worst for you. Not right. not what is best because it tastes good. It's what's best for you because it's healthy. Nobody wants to hear that stuff. Right. Nobody cares about that. It's a Super Bowl party. The more calories, the more fat, the better the food. You get one day a year. If you want to be, you know, health conscious and all that, one day a year you can go back without it. If you can't, well, it's dead. <laughs> right. Right. So I got a list here, and I will tell you one that I had, and I told you this before. But this is the list, and this is from the Huffington Post. Mm -hmm. So this is their list of snacks you should not have for a Super Bowl. Okay. Okay? Now, I'm, right. obviously, someone has these <laughs> because, right. and, and I could imagine some of these young kids have some of these. Mm-hmm. Number one on the list, kale chips. Kale? Well, that's healthy. Yeah, but who? But that shouldn't be at a Super Bowl. No, party. it shouldn't be a Super Bowl. Super? No, huh? No, no, no Super. Potato chips is what you serve at a Super Bowl party. With I like the ruffles, the crinkles. Yeah, yeah, or anything that holds a dip. Mm -hmm. You know, that doesn't crack. Mm -hmm. Number two on their list are canopies. No canopies made. No nothing fancy. I don't want that. No, no, nobody wants that. What okay. kind of Super Bowl party is this? I'm telling you, this is what they say. <laughs> they, these cannot be at a Super Bowl party. Anything with skinny in its name. <laughs> like the skinny popcorn. <laughs> yeah, anything with skinny in its name. Number four, you don't have fancy cheese plates at a Super Bowl party. Now, when I say fancy cheese plates, I'm talking brie <laughs> and stuff. You can have cheddar cubes. <laughs> You can have Swiss cubes, right. and you can have salami, and you can have pepperoni. Yeah, but you but don't. But you don't have brie and gouyer. Yeah, yeah you don't with uh, you know cut slices of pear. No, no, you don't. No, have that. No, 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 no. Stop it. Number number five on the list. There's no such thing at a Super Bowl party as fake meat. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> you don't serve. You serve no. chicken wings or you don't serve anything. You don't serve fake chicken wings. Right. I mean, that's ridiculous. What's the point? Yeah, what's the person even putting it out there? That's, uh, like, that's like, I know people that like ice cream and they go and find 
sugar-free ice cream or it's like, dude, if you eat yeah. ice cream, just eat it. Yeah. Just don't eat it every day, you know, but just eat it. Now, the fifth thing, the last thing on my list, and then I will mm -hmm. tell you something that I had. There's no non-alcoholic beer. Oh, you no. got to have alcoholic beer. Look, if you are an alcoholic, oh yeah, that's then different. no, it's not. Then you drink a coke. Okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but uh, beer cannot be non-alcoholic, and any cocktails they make can't have more than two ingredients. <laughs> Right. Whiskey either, and Coke. I was just going to say, it's either blank and Coke, yeah. vodka, orange juice. Yeah, no more than two ingredients yeah. in your cocktails. No fancy five-layer like cocktails. Like a Singapore sling yeah, or a Long that. Island iced none tea. Because the whole point is to have something quick that you can get. Can now, get when, I, when I looked at these, I really, I've tried kale chips. They're the worst thing I've ever ate in my life. Oh, no, they're nasty as hell. Just the name of it. Uh, the fancy cheese plate. Eh, I've had one of those at a restaurant, and you know what? I'm digging around looking for the Swiss and the cheddar on the plate. <laughs> <Right>. you <know? laughs> well, you know, if you're at the polo match, yeah, that's different. You take your kale yeah. chips and get you some uh, brie cheese. But at the Super Bowl party, I will tell you the worst Super Bowl appetizer I ever had. Someone brought was spaghetti peanut butter. Now, oh. <laughs> and served cold. First of all, spaghetti served cold is nasty as hell. I would have called the police. <laughs> so now, this guy had never been to a Super Bowl party. He was told to bring an appetizer. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> now, hold on a minute. Let me finish. And he... He was new to this country oh, okay. from Africa. And oh, I guess okay. they eat a lot of peanut butter, but okay. I didn't know they eat a lot of spaghetti. But peanut butter spaghetti, and it was... <laughs> now, it had some African spices in it, you know. Yeah, yeah. But still, it was like, come on. Man. Well, well, well. how was it made? I mean, it wasn't just like... I mean, was it in Tossed. cubes or... Oh, it was just tossed together? Tossed together. It was oh, like no. it was like you took the uh, peanut butter and you melted it and it became creamy with the although I guess you could buy creamy peanut butter. You're but, right, right, but, right. <laughs> and then the spaghetti was mixed in with some it had a kick to it. I tried it, of course, you know me. Right. Look at me. I'll try anything <laughs> once. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but spaghetti, peanut butter spaghetti was Probably the worst thing I've ever had. That's just Super nasty. It, it, and it didn't taste so bad. It was texture. Texture is a big killer in some things. That's just nasty. Yeah. Did he eat it? Oh, yeah. He, was, he, he ate it with his hands. Well, this wasn't the first time he's eaten it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, oh, he ate with his hands? Just scooped it? Oh, no. <laughs> no. But. <laughs> That's just nasty. <laughs> Steve, those things are not necessarily nasty. They're just not Super Bowl appropriate. No, they're not Super Bowl appropriate. Now, I have a recipe here that somebody told me that they brought to a Super Bowl. Now, I don't know if this is true or not, if they actually did this, but they told me that they did. So I looked it up because they told I didn't believe that, they, that this was an actual recipe when they told me. Okay. 
So they said, well, go look it up. I said, okay, I'm going to look it up. It's called uh, McNuggetini. 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 Yeah. So here's what it is. It's basically a martini with McDonald's nuggets in it. With McDonald's nuggets. Here's what you do. You take two McNuggets, one tub of McDonald's barbecue sauce, one large McDonald's brand chocolate milkshake, plus uh, uh, an and, 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 and extra, and bottle of vanilla vodka. You open a McDonald's bag, eat one McNugget each, followed by two bites of the filet of fish. You know, they're being silly now. And mix three or four shots of vanilla vodka in the McDonald's brand chocolate milkshake, followed by one shot in your mouth, of course. Rim each martini glass with McDonald's brand barbecue sauce and pour milkshake vodka mixture into the glass. That's the nastiest thing I've ever heard. Could be the nastiest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah, but that... A McNuggetini. I mean, who would eat that? Who would oh, drink that? It's trust me. Mc... I mean... They actually had this at a Super Bowl party. So I have to give the website. You can go to the website, thisrecording.com, and look it up. Uh, it'll, and uh, they have the, um, the the thing there, the uh, recipe there. So McNuggets and McDonald's bag and vodka and chocolate milkshake. That's more than two ingredients. That's more than two ingredients. You can't have it. You can't have it. It's called the, they call it the McNuggetini. McNuggetini. Now, I also saw a recipe for a bacon cake. And I just think this whole bacon thing has gotten out of control. So, but... That McNuggetini was the worst thing that I could think of. Now, you know, I like bacon. I do, I, too. I, I could probably eat that because I like it on donuts. I don't. Stuff. I can't. I don't know. I don't get this bacon. I like bacon, but I don't get this bacon thing that people want to put bacon on everything. All right. So what's uh, what do you got else coming up? What is? Well, I have my favorite. Your favorite. My okay. favorite Super Bowl snacks. All right. These are things to be enjoyed at the Super Bowl. All right? Okay. Reverse order, number five to number one. First thing, number five, number five, is salsa, chips and salsa. Yeah, that's kind of basic. Kind of basic. Yeah, but it has to come out of a can. (laughs) You you don't want no fresh salsa. No, no. You don't want anybody to make it because you don't know what they put in it. Well, you know how I am with that dips and all that. I don't have any dips and stuff on there. Um. But, but and my chips have to be the dark chips. They call them blue chips. I don't like just the regular corn. Well, I'll eat them, but I like the dark chips. I kind of like the scoops. Oh, oh, I like those scoops. Yeah. All right, number four, plain and simple, chicken wings. Chicken wings, Yeah, yes. they, they, they're only at number four. So now I've come to the party, had a couple wings, had some chips and salsa. Now I've got to have little pieces of pizza. Just yeah, get a pizza. Yeah. Number three is pizza, period. You can't go wrong. You just order five pizzas. <laughs> right. And, and then you have no more than two drinks, no more drinks with two items and beer. That's it. That's it. That's all you need. Number two, now this is kind of a local thing. Well, not anymore. Not I know anymore. what you're going to say. White Castle. Nothing yeah. is better at the Super Bowl no. than when they break open that Crave box and you got all the White Castles in there. Plain and simple. Yeah. Now, my one stipulation on White Castle, it has to be cheeseburgers. Not the jalapeno cheeseburgers. Just regular cheeseburgers. Well, last time I went to a party, a guy brought a 
um, what do they call it? The Sam? Uh, no, uh, it's not a Coney crate, obviously. Right. Whatever their box is. Yeah, I think it is a Coney crate. No, that would be the Coney's. Oh, okay. Um, it, it's a box. Mm-hmm. And you got 20 White Castles in it. Mm-hmm. But they have like five different types. Oh. And he got all the different types. Oh. If you ever get a chance, try their barbecue sandwich. Oh, really? Their barbecue sandwich is great. Well, you know what else they have at White Castles now? Sloppy Joe's. At White Castle. You know square what? Sloppy Joe's. That's exactly what I said, but we said it a different way. See? Oh, is that the barbecue? Yeah. Oh, I, oh. I barbecue. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I thought you meant they had a yeah. pulled pork barbecue. No. Oh, oh you talk about that joke. one. Yeah. Oh, that's good. good. That is good. As a matter of fact, I think I know what I'm going to do when I leave here. Now, White Castle. Sloppy, sloppy I'm, I'm going to get me some, too, today. Well, is it too early? It's uh, 10 o'clock. Ah, it's that's perfect time. Perfect time. Perfect timing. And what's number one on your list? The number one snack for me, almost at any party that I can't resist, and I'm going to eat these at home this year watching the Super Bowl. They are the pigs in a blanket with the little weenies wrapped in dough. I love those. I love them. I only eat them once or twice a year because I'd have to buy them at home to eat them because I wouldn't eat them at somebody else's place. So I have some in the freezer right now scheduled for about 6 o'clock, you know, 6 o'clock on Sunday, right before the game. I'll be eating my pigs in a blanket. I'm going to add two things to yours Go. that I like. Now, I'm the same way with you, like a seven-layer dip. No, no, no. Only, only at somebody's house I trust. Now, I will if they have something in a crock pot. Yeah. You know, because it's burnt up and all the poisons are dead. Whatever exactly. somebody's got. Exactly. I just don't I know do, raw stuff. I do like the, what do they call them, hanky-pankies. You know, oh man, those are good. In a crock pot, you take it out. And you I put know it on, exactly on the toast. On the toast, I like. As a matter of fact, we're having those this Super Bowl. Oh, that's here. Just, I might come over and get one. <laughs> <laughs> and Lisa makes in a crock pot almost the same thing, and it is cheese, um, sauerkraut, and um, corned beef, and it's like oh, mixed yeah. together, and you make little bread sandwiches. With that, I like that. But you don't have on your list, and I'm surprised. I've gone to a lot of Super Bowl parties, and somebody will always have a big pot of chili. And, you know, you just out of the crock pot. Yeah. Like that. Uh, well, you know what? Here's why I didn't put that on the it's list. because we get it all the time here? Well, not only that, but I'm a chili snob. That's the only thing I'm snobby about. Now, I can eat all kind of chili, but if I, you know what? If I went and somebody had the hanky-pankies and they didn't taste that good, I would just eat them. But you know how you have those wine snobs? If I eat somebody's chili and it's not good, I'm like, oh, no, that, that has a little bit too much. <laughs> I'll just set the bowl down, you know, and walk away. Cause, but, and everybody's chili is so different. Oh, yeah. I have to tell you an hilarious chili story. And I cannot give you details because the person might listen to this. Okay, all right. <laughs> so I was at a, in a situation where we were with some friends and they fixed some chili. So, and I was really looking forward to it, like really looking forward to it because I hadn't had chili in a while. And they said, uh, she said, you know, this is my recipe and my kids all love it and everything. I'm like, I'm pumped for it, right? Right. 
I get this chili, and it's the nastiest thing I've ever tasted. And I have to eat it in front of this person. So as soon as I start eating it, I gave it the old, mm, oh, man, it's really good. <laughs> you know. So now I'm trying to fake it. So I put some hot sauce in it. I put more crackers than I would, just trying to tolerate it, right? Right. I am at this person's house. So, of course, when I'm almost finished, she says, let me give you some more. Oh, no, no, I couldn't possibly. No. <laughs> no. Now, so I get out of that. She gives me some to take home, okay? So our neighbors at this time have a dog. So I'm just going to give the chili to the dog. <laughs> Forget about it, right? I give this, the neighbor, the neighbor's dog some chili, and I put it in the bowl, and the dog smells it and looks at me like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and walks away from it. The dog wouldn't eat this chili. No, now, that's pretty bad. I've seen dogs eat anything. Shit. Yeah. And he looked at I, I wish I had a video. It wasn't video back in the days in the cell phone. He looked at me like, you got to be kidding if you think I'm going to eat this, and walked away from it. And, I, and now, you know how a dog, you go, well, you leave it there, they'll eat it. Yeah. No. Wouldn't eat it. Now, I don't know what he smelled in it, but he's, because you know that's how dogs are. They, but he wouldn't even eat it, so we just had to throw it away. And then I had to spend a couple of years dodging this woman about, hey, I heard you like my, you like my chili, I'll make some more. So I got to think of all these excuses, oh, no, no. No, 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 I just had chili the other day, you know. <laughs> oh, it was so, it tasted like she opened a can of tomato paste and put beans in it. That's what it tasted like. Oh, my God. She, it was like she, tomato paste, beans, and hamburger. And that's what it tasted like. Oh, it was horrible. Horrible. I want to stress you something. It was horrible. I've had, I, you know, I had a situation, and we're getting off this subject. No, that's but right. somebody, There is no subject. I love macaroni salad. See, I can't eat that. Somebody made me macaroni salad, and, and I kid you not, this was the macaroni salad. They they boiled a bag, uh, a box of macaroni. A, I guess a bag. I don't know how macaroni comes plain. <laughs> Must come in a box. <laughs> right. They boiled a box of macaroni and cut up tomatoes in it, and that was it. There was no mayonnaise. There was no. Why did they think that was a salad? Onion? No, I don't know. That was it. I mean, it had no flavor whatsoever. None. So what did you do? How did you get around it? They still serve it to me every time I go over the house. You need to stop going over there. Now, didn't you know somebody that made some conies, like hot dogs, and, and it was just ground beef, and they thought it was like a skyline? Yes. Yeah. A friend of mine served it. He said he couldn't understand why it didn't taste like skyline. He, Well, most people out there may not know what Skyline Chili is. That's our form of chili here in Cincinnati. Right. And you have to try it, but it's not what most people think. Right. It's over noodles. Not right. peanut butter. Not peanut butter. You just put noodles down, then you put chili on top, then you put cheese on top. Beans. Onions or beans. Onions, you want. yeah. I just had a five-way the other Which day. I'm not a bean lover. I don't like beans. You don't? No, not on my three-way. No? No. Mm -mm. I didn't know that. Yeah, just a four-way. Just the onion. Yeah, I, I don't like the beans on it. 
So you don't like beans, period. Or you don't prefer them. I can eat them on other things, right? Any other things, but I don't like them in my chili. Really? Yeah, I don't. I, I, don't, I don't think I knew that. I don't like it at all. Matter of fact, haven't you seen me when we're sitting there eating chili with my toothpick? And taking out each bean. bean <laughs> a pair of tweezers. Don't you use the tweezers yeah. and just set them to the side? Set them to the side, wash them off, and take them home, put them in a can, and use them <laughs> for a Super Bowl party, Super which Bowl. is why I don't eat other people's stuff at Super Bowl parties, see? <laughs> oh. Well, that's Great. That's it. So you won't hear from us again until after the Super Bowl. Well, maybe, maybe not. Maybe we'll do a little live cast before then with some, with some updates, you know. Uh, maybe I'll go on. One of us, both of us may go on at our separate locations because no Super Bowl party this year. No, not this year. Usually some of my relatives get together because we have a relative that has his birthday on, on January 30th, and we usually do the Super Bowl party to celebrate that. But we did a virtual party the other day, so... No Super Bowl parts. Too many people. All right. So, listen, that wraps up our Super Bowl show. You have all the Super Bowl predictions, snacks, and stats. I can't think you would need anything else for the Super Bowl. And remember, old man Brady will be victorious. He will be holding up that Lombardi trophy at the end of the Super Bowl. I don't know about the points and all of that, but I'm saying old man Brady's going to win another Super Bowl. That concludes today's episodes. We have so much to do. We have to get out of here. So I'm Kurt. I'm Steve. See you guys next time.